Law of One, Session 73, October 21, 1981. This is the third and final reading <clears throat> or um, discussion presentation uh, of this session, which is kind of long, 23 exchanges, so it's not so long. Uh, last time we ended at 7320, Don summarizing the basic attitude or vibration or work for us on the positive path and the result of that and then the main discussion for today will be 7322 the matter of what energy transfer between two beings is and um, the bonus reading for today since there's not much the, the the content of the end of this session that will go today is not that long. The bonus content is um, some kind of overview of raw uh, the use of the phrase energy transfer in the entire Law of One series. And we will look into that. I sent that link there. Results uh, up 33 results of raw making various comments about the phenomenon of energy transfer and there's a lot to say and so let's just jump in and I'll clarify it along the way 7320 again Don was at it asking about uh, the primary thing of importance for those on the service to others path the development of an attitude which is the mental condition it's not a great word, but it's not so bad. Or a vibration, which is the uh, a phrase that pertains to the energy development. So you can see the mind-body-spirit complex as uh, interpenetrating energy fields, like the seven chakras and their energy bodies. You can see the development, soul evolution in the cosmic plan as the development of mind states associated with attitude uh, or perspective or perception, uh, change in perception, development of perspective towards full realization of the law of one, or unity, or the reality that all is the one infinite creator, uh, and non-distortion. And Don was saying this attitude would be developed through meditation, ritual, and developing appreciation for the creation or creator, which results in a state of mind that can only be that can only by me be expressed as an increase in vibration or oneness with all. Could you expand and correct that statement? These are all just different ways of talking about evolution on spiritual path or soul evolution and spiritual development. Increase in vibration or oneness with all. All of these are just different phrases that, that show us aspects of um, the totality of self in its total development. Ross said, we shall not correct this statement, but shall expand upon it by suggesting that to those qualities you may add the living day by day and moment by moment, for the true adept lives more and more as it is. And uh, that's the pith teaching and the reason why I wanted to review 7320. We can say that the nature of spiritual development is many things. We can explain in terms of energy, in terms of increased vibration, or mind state, such as development of an attitude, or awareness as development of realization of the law of one, or, or spiritual holistic perspective, non-distortion, freedom from energy chakra blockage, lower chakra blockage. And Ra, in their brilliance and their mastery of, of understanding the path to higher self, explains that really we can say that as we develop on the spiritual path or as we move towards higher self there the 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 perspective of mind is associated with living day by day and moment by moment so i think in the new testament somewhere saint paul paul says something like i die daily uh, which is some idea of there are many meanings to that but one meaning is uh, living more fully in the present moment, moment by moment living, presence, full development of presence, 
And that presence, who is this? Who is the one that is present? What is the nature, the ontological, spiritual nature of presence? P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E, or something like that. Presence, being present. This is living day by day and moment by moment, and uh, putting, putting down and letting go of what's unnecessary to be present, to, to blossom and expand naturally. The presence of awareness uh, that we are, that we bring in each moment of life. And this is basically, you know, the development of, of adeptus or the adept, which or who or as we can be then living more and more as we are, living more and more as it is, becoming yourself, something like that. This self-becoming or revelation, realization, manifestation of what we are, that's, that's approaching Atman, higher self. So, the new material, 7321, Don says, thank you. Could you tell me of the number of possible energy transfers between two or more mind-body-spirit complexes? Is it very large, or are there few? Ross said, the number is infinite, for is not each mind-body-spirit complex unique? So, there are infinite number of possible energy transfers between beings. Uh, and there then are categories of these, in, these energy transfers, and that's what we're going to spend the next uh, 50 minutes or so talking about. Because each being is unique, and that uniqueness is evolving over time, the appearance or experience, the apparent experience of time, uh, the uniqueness of each being and the double uniqueness of any relation between two beings or more, the nature of their interaction then is unique, and that interaction is associated with energy transfer, which is basically can be understood in a few ways, and that's how we're going to look at it. We can understand energy transfers between beings in the paradigm of mind, body, spirit. So there are there are energy transfers associated with body, which is particularly uh, physical energy transfer, and also sexual energy transfer. But sexual energy transfer can be of mind, uh, can be of body or physical only, can be of body mind, and can be of body mind spirit unified. There are energy transfers of mind or mental energy transfer. There's energy transfers of spirit. And although these are categories, and they, and I'll associate them to the seven chakras, generally any energy transfer or any in relationship between two beings, let's just say two involves multiple levels of energy transfer simultaneously, shifting over time. So Don says, could you define this statement, quote, energy transfer between two mind-body-spirit complexes? Ross said, 7322, this will be the last full query of this working. This entity still has transferred energy available, but we find rapidly increasing distortions towards pain in the neck, the dorsal area, and the wrists and manual appendages. And so now I will read um, the long answer, and then after reading it, go to the sections, the paragraphs, and explain the types of energy transfer. Ra begins, the physical energy transfer may be done numerous ways. We shall give two examples. Each begins with some sense of the self as creator, or in some way the magical personality being invoked, this may be consciously or unconsciously done. Firstly, that exercise of which we've spoken called the exercise of fire, this is, though physical energy transfer, not that which is deeply involved in the body complex combinations. Thusly, the transfer is subtle, and each transfer unique in what is offered and what is accepted. At this point, we may note that this is the cause for the infinite array of possible energy transfers which is very interesting. The second energy transfer of which we speak, uh, of which we would speak, is the sexual energy transfer. This takes place upon a non-magical level by all those entities which vibrate green ray active. It is possible, as in the case of this instrument, which dedicates itself to the service of the One Infinite Creator, 
to further refine this energy transfer when the other self also dedicates itself in service to the one infinite creator the transfer is doubled then the amount of energy transferred is dependent only upon the amount of polarized sexual energy created and released there are refinements from this point onward leading to the realm of the high sexual magic then in the realm of the mental bodies there are variations of mental energy transferred this again this is again dependent upon the knowledge sought and the knowledge offered the most common mental energy transfer is that of the teacher and the pupil the amount of energy is dependent upon the quality of this offering upon the part of the teacher as regards the purity of the desire to serve and the quality of information offered and upon the part of the student the purity of the desire to learn and the quality of the mind vibratory complex which receives knowledge another form of mental energy transfer is that of the listener and the speaker when the speaker is experiencing mental emotional complex distortions towards anguish sorrow or other mental pain from what we have said before you may perhaps garner knowledge of the variations possible in this transfer then the spiritual energy transfers are at the heart of all energy transfers as a knowledge of self and other self as creator is paramount and this is spiritual work the varieties of spiritual energy transfer include those things of which we have spoken this day as we spoke upon the subject of the adept <laughs> are there any brief queries before we leave this working and then don asked the final question at 7323 so it's quite a big answer and i will go through the sections beginning with physical then to mental then to spiritual energy transfers Ra's emphasis is on the variation that is the uniqueness that is the um, endless range of possible transfers or the nature of unique transfers between two beings of these different types and the magical non-magical type or the magical non-magical form of the transfers magical meaning that which is intended to do work of mind upon matter and energy or to cause changes in consciousness and energy by mind according to ritual uh, or some type of spiritual practice <laughs> so it's super complicated and super deep and um, we're all learning along the way and it takes multiple passes to absorb more so physical energy transfer may be done in numerous ways so there are many types note that this is not the same as sexual energy transfer although sexual energy transfer generally will include physical energy transfer in some way it's just that sexual energy transfer uh, being associated with the whole seven chakra or potentially related to the seven the whole seven chakra uh, system of one being or two basically associated with either of the two beings their um, the entirety of their seven chakra system is in play when we talk about sexual energy transfer but physical energy and so it begins with physical but it can include mental and spiritual but when you're talking physical in many ways significantly we're talking about I would say lower chakra condition lower chakra related transfers and in many ways mental transfers are associated with chakras four and five and spiritual transfers are associated with six and seven so one two three physical four five mental six seven spiritual however <clears throat> mental transfer can include one two three four five and spiritual can include one through seven but physical is more associated with the lower not the upper because it's physical only but all transfers between beings include all levels more or less so it's complicated now Rob giving two examples of physical energy transfer is really talking about from the magical perspective and the exercise of fire now that's not what two beings are doing when they're uh, meeting on the street and greeting uh, so this is the magical a magical type of physical energy transfer associated with this particular ritual exercise of fire 
And in that case, the two people involved <clears throat> with this exercise of fire, which I'm really not familiar with, begins with some sense of self as creator or somehow invoking magical personality. Magical personality is in many ways uh, a way of talking about mm, manifestation of higher self in space-time. The, the magical is the is, the magical personality is higher self in many ways. Not only, but uh, it's many ways bringing forth Atman, higher self, into um, physical manifestation in a way that normally isn't the case. Now, all of this is super complicated, and ritual white magic, right? White magic ritual practice is not the only way to do so, and there are many types of activities in white magic that would bring forth magical personality. Ra talked about that, like putting on a certain clothing or uh, certain invocation or uh, certain uh, ritual uh, objects used in, in the practice. There's also in non-magical or non-ritual, right? So you can say that spiritual, like Buddhist meditation, doesn't seem very magical or doesn't seem too ritualistic, but you can say it's magical but not ritualistic. It's non-ritual magic, while there's ritual magic, which can be white or black. <laughs> okay, so you can say that any activity, any spiritual practice, whether it's ritualistic or not, is magical in that it's bringing forth magical personality or higher self to emerge or become more manifest than normally from time, space to space, time. In meditation, it's very true, at least in my experience, that there is an experience of emergence. And it's like, oh, I'm here. <laughs> this I is Atman to some extent. The, the emergence of magical personality or emergence of uh, beingness presence, the presence of true self, can be experienced in non-ritual meditation type, meditation practice like uh, Anapanasati, breath meditation. So, trying to cover all ground in this exercise of fire, in all white magic, one rightly should be beginning with some sense of uh, I am that I am or self as creator, which is not narcissistic when one acknowledges that one is not complete and one still has distortion. Also acknowledging or bringing forth magical personality. This can be consciously or unconsciously done so there is uh, a deep knowing that all is one, which means self is creator, or creator manifests through all. That can be unconsciously known or just known without having to be consciously demonstrated in a ritual. Then, in terms of this exercise of fire, particular to that exercise or ritual practice, Ra is saying that uh, there is physical energy transfer involved. This It's basically healing. It's a type of healing practice. Ra talked about energy circulation from chakra to chakra and from hand to right hand to left hand and this head to torso or chest and relation between head chakras and um, heart chakra and the hands and moving energy for healing, for helping, something like that. Uh, that's a type of physical energy transfer, but it's not deeply involved in body complex combinations. Okay, I don't know what that, you know, what the other types are. It's a transfer that's subtle, and like all transfers, this type of specific physical energy transfer by exercise of fire is unique in what's offered and what's accepted, and and that's what makes uniqueness. What makes any energy transfer and every energy transfer unique is the uh, specificity of offering and acceptance. What transfer, um, we'll see later, basically, Ra had said that in 31.2, uh, energy transfer implies the release of potential energies across a potentiated space. The nature of the transfer of energy or of the blockage of energy is a function of the interaction of the two potentials. 
the two potentials between the two people, certainly in a sexual injury transfer, but in any other type of transfer, physical or spiritual, if we're talking about two people, each has their own unique configuration of chakra development, blockage versus non-blockage, and then activation, non-activation, and coordination, non-coordination for all the seven rays. That's unique for each. And by that configuration, what one offers and what the other accepts, even if it's, it's, there's alternation, now I'm talking, you're listening, then you're speaking, I'm listening, even alternation of the roles of offering and accepting, or giving and receiving, still shows um, uniqueness in each exchange and in the configuration of each being, and therefore in the nature of each energy transfer, be it physical, ritual or not, or mental or spiritual. <laughs> okay, so it's all uh, multivariate uh, analysis and um, complex systems uh, interplay, interaction. And that's what's the cause of infinite array of possible energy transfers, the infinite array uniqueness, you know, infinite uniqueness array is the result of the unique configuration of each being in the seven ray out out seven ray configuration or seven ray uh, summary, and in the particular type of interaction, whatever the type, the offering, the nature of the exchange, offering and acceptance, what's offered and how it's what's offered and what's accepted, and how, and we'll see that further. So that's just the physical. Then we go to the sexual energy transfer, and there's magical, non-magical, uh, just as in the physical. There's first Rod to pl- explains the non-magical sexual energy transfer, which is um, you see Rod doesn't explain everything here because in the other page where we talk about sexual energy transfer, there is sexual energy transfer between two beings that are not green ray meaning service two entities uh, on the service of self-power and having sexual relation while uh, consciously maintaining themselves on the negative path involving lower chakra blockage and not green ray transfer but uh, one type for those that are on the positive path of sexual transfer in this case being non-magical is when um, one or more of the people having sex, in this case, is, is male-female. Because Rod said that only male-female body, uh, male-gender, female-gender body, sexual union, has the potential for um, this type of sexual energy transfer. Uh, mental transfer, spiritual transfer, maybe, okay. But a certain type of sexual energy transfer is only possible from male-female bodies in sexual congress uh, because of the natural polarization of male-female gender bodies. And so Ra is saying that the first type of non-magical sexual energy transfer uh, where one or both are green ray active is a green ray transfer. Then there is the development to further refine this energy transfer is to move it from non-magical to magical which in the case of the instrument or Carla or anyone who's dedicating oneself to service to the infinite creator. Now that's just called spiritual path or an awareness that my life is about development, self-development, development of all I am for service to other, yeah, but it's uh, really uh, <laughs> because that's the work to do. So again, the, this phrasing of service to the one infinite creator, Buddhists don't think this way. Gautama, under the bow tree, was not thinking, I want to offer service to the one infinite creator. So, these, this, the phrase, Ra's phrasing is not the only way to phrase or frame conceptually spiritual path or positive path. Yes, indeed, Buddha, Gautama, and, and Hindus understood there's a right hand and a left hand path. Yes, they knew that. That's why Hinduism talks about that. And they talk about devas and asuras, or positive and negatively oriented, morally oriented, higher dimensional beings. But uh, no Buddhist and no Hindu, maybe a Hindu, but a Buddhist doesn't think about 
I'm doing meditation to dedicate myself in service to the One Infinite Creator. And thinking such is not necessary, but whether one thinks such or not, one who is on the positive path, seeking to develop love and wisdom, basically, ahimsa, harmlessness, honesty, and um, deep wisdom knowing truth, and realization uh, of unity, uh, naturally does service to other, or naturally wants to be of help, but they may not conceptualize it the same way. But in the case of people who are aware of spiritual path, or living life as path, the pneumatics, not the hylix, not the psychics, but the, hy- the pneumatics, the Gnostics, the ones who seek love wisdom, the ones who seek um, self-cultivation, the ones who seek to develop all they are, which really means be free of unhelpful patterns and develop skillful patterns or love wisdom and make balance and be of benefit to all and to be free of all limitation. So that's the positive path. Whether it's framed this way or not, those on the spiritual path then moving into a conscious or magical intention uh, for greater development of sexual energy transfer, further refine the energy transfer when both when the other self also dedicates itself or is also aware of it uh, of spiritual path or has that intention to purify self of distortion or, you know, ashravas, kleshas, <laughs> unskillful patterns, attachments to um, aggression, greed, desire, uh, low, you know, low-level stuff, and ignorance to be free of the three poisons. Then when both are vibrating green ray, the transfer is doubled. And so there's sexual energy transfer going one way, and there's sexual energy transfer going both ways. That's the point. And when it's going both ways, there is this doubling, and it moves towards the magical, whether it's ritual magical or not ritual. All right? Uh, and that's basically... Uh, th- this this sense of dedicating service to the One Infinite Creator is a sum... Is, as Ross said before in the paragraph above... It is uh, this some sense. It is a sense of self as creator. That's the point. It doesn't have to be done. Con- it doesn't have to be known consciously, like Gautama sitting under the tree. I don't know if he had a sense of himself as creator, or thought I'm going to invoke the magical personality. But uh, to do spiritual practice, one has to have a sense that that self is greater than mind body. <laughs> as simple as that. You can do Buddhist meditation vipassana for uh, emotional stress management, as they're teaching in the the Boston hospitals, but uh, that doesn't necessarily get you into the metaphysical uh, or activate six chakra, unless the person is open to the idea that self is greater than body mind. You can use meditative practice to improve health of body and wellness of mind. But if one keeps with the practice, eventually one is going to force to to recognize that, that the self or this identity, one's being, is greater than body-mind. And that is some sense of self as creator or some type of invocation of magical personality, some activation of six chakra or access and um, resonance with higher self. So, then, in terms of magical sexual energy transfer, uh, it begins with green ray transfer, mutual transfer, both vibrating green ray and above. And raw, we might get to that later if we have time on the second, the bonus page, more the various types of sexual energy transfer. And in, ta- in terms of sexual energy transfer, the amount of energy transferred depends on the amount of sec- polarized sexual energy created and released, which um, is known in um, Hindu, tan- Hindu and Chinese Tantra, Taoist Tantra, and Hindu Tantra. There are ways of whipping up or um, stimulating increased amount of polarized sexual energy. Polarized really means with a commitment, uh, in this case, to 
love uh, and harmlessness or positive positive orientation the polarity the polarization of the sexual energy is is the fact that each of the two people are polarized morally are morally polarized or morally oriented towards virtue <laughs> and ahimsa sila goodness love wisdom respect for free will non-control uh, so as to better themselves and uh, offer that to the world uh, that's positive polarization and that is the polarized polarization of the sexual energy created and the the created and released is basically the sexual congress the intercourse sexual intercourse being continual creation and releasing and sharing of uh, polarized sexual energy uh, kundalini going from the root to the crown as far up as it can whether it goes green only or one two three four only or goes includes blue which is a fifth ray transfer and indigo sixth ray transfer depends on the development of the two partners there are refinements from this point onward leading to the realm of high sexual magic so there's low sexual magic and there's high sexual magic so there's black sexual magic there's low black sexual magic <laughs> there's high black sexual magic there's low white sexual magic there's high white sexual magic high sexual magic is uh, very much working with mind more than the, the process is driven by mind more than body driven by mental by visualization basically by visualization mantra mantra uh, more than even spoken but internal both people doing mantra both people doing visualization um, you know I mean it gets very subtle I mean people can do all sorts of things like manifest their visualization in the energy field in space-time even together and that that's so high sexual magic um, the high is where it's more the, the the process is driven more by mind and spirit than by anything related to body or materiality even though they're in sexual union but um, it's not a it's not like a hard pumping kind of thing it's um, movement the, the movement the physical the physicality of high sexual the physicality is much reduced even though they're in sexual congress not uh, US congress <laughs> so high sexual magic and is um, ritual or non-ritual but it's yeah, there would be some ritual I imagine sexual tantra Hindu knows there's Hindu right hand path and Hindu left hand path sexual magic there's generally Taoist right hand path sexual magic which can be low and high but there's also non-ritual higher chakra uh, positively oriented sexual energy transfers that don't involve much technique between two people who are both vibrating what <laughs> green blue indigo yeah very doable then <laughs> but it ain't happening much on planet earth then in the realm of the mental bodies there are variations of mental energy transferred this is a little simpler um, again it's depending on the offering and the acceptance that's what transfer is about right sending and receiving yang and yin the active and the passive the transmissive and the receptive reception reflection and so depending on the knowledge sought and knowledge offered um, and this is and then depending on the quality of um, both people involved in the exchange mental energy exchange which is basically like teach learning but it's also healing uh, talking healing like talk therapy actually so the variations depend on um, what is being sought and what is being offered which can be low middle or high or basically that which is associated with the material or the psychic mental intellectual or the spiritual universal eternal again body mind spirit the hylic the psychic the nomadic the Gnostics got it Valentinus got it so the most common mental energy transfer is that of teacher and pupil, teacher-student. Da shi and di zi. So, then, the amount of energy, meaning here we're talking about quantification, uh, depends on the quality of the offering 
and then the quality of the reception. The quality of the offering upon the part of the teacher is twofold. Likewise, the quality of the reception of the student or the pupil is also twofold. And this again gets us into um, a subtle qualification. So there's the, the mandala of mind, which could be called fourth and fifth and second and third chakras. The, the fourth, the, uh, the upper portion being four, five, and the lower portion of mind being two, three, we can say. Likewise, there's a tetradic or quadratic or fourfold nature to the variables of both the teacher and the student or teacher pupil in the mental transfer. In the case of the teacher, there's the purity of the desire to serve and the quality of information offered. For the student, there's the purity of the desire to learn and the quality of their own mind, the quality of the mind vibratory complex which receives knowledge. And so, yes, indeed, in the realm of countless differentiation, relative view, time and space, self and other, the uh, experience of apparent duality and subjectivity, and uh, time and space interactivity, there is a scale of development. There is uh, There are levels of development we may differentiate, even though all is one. So it's like uh, waves on the ocean, right? It's one ocean, but there are many waves, and each wave has its own characteristics. And so the wave of the teacher, the one offering information, is twofold, or its, its nature, there's a twofold determinant to uh, the quality of the offering being the purity of their desire to serve and the quality of the information offered. And so um, I just read some quote from, I don't know who is Mark Twain or one of these very bright, bright guys, something like, if you find a wise man, ask him what books he reads. <laughs> so, and, and this is, uh, you know, I mean, I, I try to stay with um, very high quality information that I seek to learn from. And that's, I think, very good for us. <laughs> good for me. And everybody's doing the same thing. And everybody has their own view of what's high quality information. But for me, the raw material, and um, Nityanda, and Gautama, Pali, early Pali canon, Buddhism, and Heraclitus, and Lao Tzu, and Zhuangzi, and Lin Chi, and uh, Tilopa, and uh, all my friends, and, uh, you know, even Howard Storm, NDE, I think is high quality information. Anyway, there's the purity of the desire to serve. How fully does the teacher, how fully is the teacher committed to to loving truth and sharing it freely and uh, continually um, developing their understanding. You know, only, only somebody like Gautama or Nityananda are finished. Uh, everybody else is on the way. And so the, the purity of the desire to serve and the purity or quality of the information that the teacher has to share very much depends on the purity or quality of their spiritual seeking for themselves, for their own continued development. Uh, purity, so, so there are teachers who have high purity and desire to serve, and those teachers that have lower, lesser purity, or lesser desire, or more conflicted desire to serve. Like, I want to serve, but I really also want you to like me, and so there are certain things that I can't say because I think you might not like me. There are certain things I won't talk about because I think um, it'll hurt you or hurt me, and maybe it will or won't, but the, the matter is, what is purity of desire to serve? It's certainly the um, commitment to truth and harmlessness. Commitment to right speech and ahimsa, for sure. So, moving out of harsh speech, moving out of malicious speech, moving out, moving out of idle chatter, frivolous speech, moving out of false speech, obviously, moving out of all those forms of wrong speech, uh, pure intention, right intention, full intention, and then the quality of information offered <laughs> depends really on um, how deeply they've been seeking. Then for the student, purity of desire to learn and quality of their own mind, quality of the mind vibratory complex which receives knowledge uh, for students or for us as students, yeah, uh, there are variations or a scale or a measure in the purity of desire to learn. A lot of people say, um, 
don't don't teach me or share what I don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Or that's too painful, let's not talk about it. Now, it's reasonable to seek certain knowledge and not other, of course. But there is conflicted desire to learn. Um, there are people who go into sanghas or ashrams because they want love from the community or love from amma or mother or papa. Uh, they, they are looking for some kind of emotional well-being, which is fine, but that's um, a little different than the desire to learn. So you can reflect on this, and I don't have any final answers, but what is purity of desire to learn? What does it mean to you? Uh, and it's not a judgmental thing like, oh, my desire is impure, but uh, there is purification or unification or concentration um, of the desire to learn, which is, uh, you know, basically an unconditional love of truth and a love of learning and continual self-development or development of view, because in some ways it's all view, right? It's all relative, and um, it's all illusory and, and sunya, but, but learning and learning uh, eventually leads to mm, development of knowing to, this, to, the, to the level where thinking it becomes extremely unimportant and unnecessary. So there's knowing, increasing knowing equals decreased need for thinking, and increased love-wisdom is decreased emotional reactivity or emotional need and emotional conflict, psychological unwellness. And as we develop green, blue, uh, one to three, lower chakra, lower triad blockages uh, release. And then there's less emotional neediness, less psychological conflict, and increased purity of the desire to keep growing and learning. But it's not only mental, and so spiritual path is not only learning and learning more and more, knowing, true knowing um, e eclipses the hunger for thinking, and there's learning that goes to knowing um, that um, obviates the need for unnecessary thinking or reduces the, the need for thinking. Ra said of the council, when a need for thought is present, then they think, but normally they're in total agreement, so they don't need to think. So we got to put that in there too. But also there is a variation in the quality of mind of each being. Yeah, there is a relative development of green-blue for each person. Yeah, there are people who have superior, middle, and lower level development of intellect. And it's not a moral matter or means it's not an ontological matter. There, this, the, the, the high intellect is good and the low intellect person is bad. Not at all. That's, we're not talking about ontology. <laughs> we're talking about differentiation of functional development <laughs> the functional development of intellect then there's the functional development of love or morality there's also that's also scalar or upon a scale but that's not ontology meaning the nature of the being there are <laughs> all beings are one Ra said self is a being of infinite worth that's ontology and and true value all being all self is a being of infinite worth yes and uh, within that infinite worth being, or of that infinite worth beingness, evolving over time, there are levels of development of uh, mind complex um, and and moral development or heart compassion um, development. So, anyway, <laughs> mental energy transfer depends on purity of commitment in both teacher and student and purity or development or quality, relative to quality of the information that's offered and the mind uh, of the one who's receiving it. Then, another form of mental energy transfer is listener and speaker, which sounds like teacher and pupil to me, but actually here we're talking in some ways of um, healing uh, speech. And Ra gives the example of a speaker experiencing mental-emotional complex distortions towards anguish, sorrow, or mental pain. And so mental pain is mental-emotional pain, or mental-emotional is one complex. 
we can say that the emotional is mental. Emotions are basically um, sensory thoughts. Is uh, what what we call the emotional is a body is somaticized uh, thought form. Thought form somaticized thought form, or thoughts um, that have a sensory sens sensational component. Right. The first skanda is form or body. The second is feeling or sensation. So, emotion is basically um, somatic samskara. <laughs> okay? Fourth skanda, Buddhism, five skandhas, the, the heaps that constitute the apparent sense of self, which evolves over time and space. The fourth skanda being samskara, or fashionings, fabrications, volitional compounds, or thought forms, or mental emotional process, or mental process, or conceivings. The emotional samskara or emotion is basically samskara with sens sensory uh, experience put in. It's somatic samskara. And thought forms are non-somatic or non-body-oriented, non-sensory, non-feeling-associated thought form or samskara. So there is mental process with and mental process without body, sensory, Sensa uh, sensational element or feeling, the emotional is very much feeling related, and so anger, sorrow, or mental pain is of body and body mind. And then Ross said, uh, From what we have said before, you can garner knowledge of variations possible, which is really about healing compassion, compassion dialogue, or healing speech, talk therapy, or caring. Uh, between speaker and, and listener uh, or being uh, a field of love and acceptance which is healing and comforting for a speaker in pain and that's um, compassionate listening or love-based reception mental transfer where one makes oneself an accepting field for another to share their pain anger, sorrow, or other mental pain. And and um, every therapist should know how to do that, obviously, and every friend is a friend because they do that. I mean, what is the basis of friendship? If not um, caring, natural, true caring, that uh, accepts the other and wishes them well and therefore offers oneself... Um, as as a receptive, non-controlling, no manipulation, non-judgmental, non-critical, non-blaming field for the other to share their process. So that's a type of mental transfer too. Then, spiritual energy transfers, Ross said, are at the heart of all energy transfers in general, or is the essence, or is the highest manifestation of energy transfers, and in it, a knowledge of self and other self as creator is paramount. That spiritual work, whether it's ritual like white magic or non-ritual like breath meditation, any spiritual work, particularly, I mean, I don't know about the black path, but they don't really think of self and other self as the creator. I don't know what they know. <laughs> but uh, for those of us on the positive path, spiritual work equals a basic knowing that self and other is God, is the one, with, a, with lots of distortion and on the way, not finished. But um, all is one equals identity. And all is one being universal identity is not a personal matter. So self as creator is not a personal thing. <laughs> self is not personal. Self is universal. And so, self is not of the skandhas. It's not of even self-consciousness. Self, or what one's being really is, is outside, is far greater than any personalist, per, personal sense of self, or personalized uh, personaliz personalization of identity. Not not. So, neti neti. So, the varieties of spiritual energy transfer include those things we've spoken, and are associated with adept work, of course. 
and um, there are sexual energy transfers that involve higher chakras, but that's very rare, six chakra seven. But both people have to be, both both people have to have a very well developed six chakra condition. Knowing it's not just some sense. You see that the physical practice beginning when Ra talked about. Uh, physical energy transfer, exercise of fire, some sense of self as creator, some sense of self as creator is very different than knowledge of self and other as creator. Knowing, not sensing. Knowing. This being is the one being. (laughs) That doesn't mean me, Scott. It means your being, which is far greater than any sense, any personalized identification or identity you can think. We're not talking about thought-defined identity. <laughs> We're talking about essential beingness identity. And that is a can be known. One can know that, even though uh, words fail. So that knowing is the heart of spiritual work, is the nature of spiritual work, is, the, is developed by spiritual work, and that's what any kind of adept practice is about. And that's what Ross said uh, in their four exercises practice, or four practices. Look at the objects around one, see the Creator. Look in the mirror, see the Creator. Look at other selves, see the Creator. Uh, the moment contains love. And so if you practice that, look, look at the uh, natural world, see the Creator. That's not so difficult, actually. Look at the human fashionings like uh, the floorboard and the uh, rubber, you know, rubber tire. (laughs) See the creator. You can, but uh, you might get a little weird, but this kind of thing works. So anyway, uh, that's an overview of the different types of energy transfer, physical, mental, spiritual, and then it's defined further by the nature of the chakras in play with those types of transfers. Let me finish the session and um, see if we have any time to go to the, the bonus material. 7323, final exchange. Don says only, Ra, Ra had said, Is there any, are there any brief queries before we leave this working? Don said 7323, only if there's anything we can do to improve the comfort of the instrument or the contact. And secondly, is there anything that you wish not published in today's session? Ross said, we call your attention to two items. Firstly, it is well that the candle, which spirals 10 degrees each working, be never allowed to gutter, meaning flicker, as this would cause imbalance in the alignment of the appurtenances in their protective role for this instrument. Secondly, we might suggest attention to the neck area so that the cushion upon which it is supported be more comfortable. This difficulty has abbreviated many workings, meaning she had neck pain. We thank you, my friends, for your conscientiousness and your fastidiousness with regard to these appurtenances, which, as our workings proceed, seems to be increasing. Secondly, your decisions are completely your own as to that material which you may wish published from this working. I am Ra. I leave you glorying in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator. Adonai. And that closes session 73. Interestingly, it, it's often the case with a great teacher. Uh, they say what they know they should say, or they know what they're saying, and what you do with it, with it is up to you. So Ross said, you know, you, we're not saying things that we don't want you to, to publish. We're saying that which is unhidden. Uh, and yet they did decide to keep a lot of personal material and put it into a book five. And then they put it forth. Uh, it is true in the first section of this answer, 7323, that uh, for certain magical ritual and even for sitting meditation, it's not a good idea to have the wind blowing on you or have wind blowing and, uh, and or a candle guttering, meaning... Uh, jumping around because there's a draft in the room or or big wind blowing through. That actually changes. The wind is uh, 
spirit, <laughs> wind. I mean, what moves the wind? It's not the stuff in the wind. What moves the stuff, the little dust that we call stuff blowing in the wind? What is the wind? Well, it's ultimately electromagnetic um, variation. It's actually electromagnetic pulse or vibratory polarization or um, kind of systematic um, vibratory pulsing of um, electromagnetic fields. And that has the effect, that's the ether, or like the ether, but not the etheric body, but it's, uh, I don't understand it fully. There are many electromagnetic fields uh, in, 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 in front of us and all around us and within body. And, uh, but there is a certain, the, the transmission of nerve, sig- of electrical signals in the nerves of the body is akin to the creation and transmission of wind in the um, ether or in the non-physical space, in the space between objects. The transmission of what's called wind or the, the occurrence of wind and the apparent movement of objects like little dust in the wind or the movement of wind is akin to the, the uh, transmission of electrical signals in the nervous system of the human body which is akin to the movement of the ether or vibrations in the etheric body of the human seven-dimensional form. So uh, that's what wind is. It's ultimately uh, electromagnetic perturbation that has the effect of moving things, moving material objects like dust, uh, across uh, a potentiated space, of course, between objects or through objects or whatever. When that happens in meditation, there is disturbance. When that happens in magical ritual, there is disturbance. It's generally not a good idea. And that's also why on windy, windy, crazy, windy days, many people are not well mentally, because it's disrupting the airs, as Chinese medicine understands the air element is disrupted by the physical windiness, which is an electromagnetic pulsing, which may be quite disorderly. So there's a difference between hurricane hurricane gusts and um, summer breeze uh, makes me feel fine, <laughs> blowing like the jasmine in my mind. So, anyway, if we look at the other page, Law of One Search Results for Energy Transfer, I'm not going to get into it because Ra had really, we just don't have time, but energy transfer being release of potential from 31 2 energy transfer being the release of potential energies across a potentiated space. Again, you can even say that wind is associated with that. In terms of sexual transfer, Ross said at at, uh, 31.5, there's always a red ray energy transfer due to the nature of body, and that whether there's fertilization or not is random in some sense. and in general, for sexual transfer, green ray sexual transfer, Ross said, again from the same reply, 31.5, green ray energy transfer occurs due to the vibratory rate of each entity being undistorted in any vital sense by yellow or orange ray energies. A gift being freely given, no payment being requested, either of body or mind or spirit. The green ray is one of complete universality of love this is a giving without expectation of return. And that's, a, you know, it, it behooves us to do long contemplation on the nature of green ray, or what is love. And cr- complete universality of love, what does it mean? Well, here it's defined as a giving without expectation of return. Gift freely, the gift being given freely. No payment requested, uh, being requested either of body or mind or spirit. Uh, unconditional giving, unconditional offering, whether it's offering um, mental, you know, words, a mental transfer, or an open space for other to share their process, which is also another type of mental transfer. It's really mental freedom or giving, accepting the freedom of, of self and other, without any desire to control or request anything from them, but offer one, offer the other, uh, a space in which to share their process. 
giving without expectation of return. <clears throat> and, and unfortunately, most people get into relationship expecting and hoping and wanting return. <laughs> so the basis of love is non-love, or the basis of relationship is generally non-love. People say, I love you, but it really means I want you, or I need you, or give me, or I expect, or I hope for a return. Giving return something, give me something. So unfortunately, the basis of most intimate relationship is not love, even when they say I love you, that really doesn't mean I give, I want to give you fully and ask nothing from you, but uh, I want this and that from you, and maybe uh, I, I want, hope you're well too, of course, that could be there, that should be there in real love, but to the extent that there's a desire, uh, you see, this is, and maybe we'll end on this section here, because uh, every one of these replies, the, the pivotal, principle-based replies of Ra can be unpacked and explored very deeply. Uh, green ray energy transfer, right? What is love? Is uh, it So in sex, in sexual transfer, um, it occurs due to the vibratory rate of each entity undistorted by yellow or orange ray blockage. See, distorted in any sense... In distorted in a vital sense by yellow and orange ray energies is the result of yellow and orange ray blockage, chakra blockage. So second, third and second, second and third chakra blockages leads to distorted or dis distortion or, or some kind of obstruction of green ray by the blockages of those two lower chakras. So when the lower chakra's lower triad is blocked to any extent, lower three, naturally there is distortion or some obs some obstruction of green ray and so the obstruction of green ray as a result of second third chakra blockage in this case comes from the desire uh, to possess or control it comes from requesting payment requesting or expecting return now wanting a return is not the same as expecting a return. And uh, payment being requested is not the same thing as hoping to be loved in return. <laughs> hoping to be given to. I hope you will love me. I hope you will comfort me. I hope you will offer yourself to me. Uh, is not the same as uh, requesting it. I mean, I guess as you say it, it's a request. But mm, there, there are levels of this. First, there is expectation, which is demand. I expect it is both mental. There are two kinds of expectation, right? There's, I expect it because I think it's going to happen. I'm loving you. I'm giving to you because I expect, I'm thinking that you're going to do back to me. But then there's the expectation that says, uh, you must. I give to you, uh, you know, look at all I've done for you. And you treat me this way. Now, there's nothing unreasonable about that. It's, it's, it's not fair in a common sense that if, if one is very giving to one another, that other person uh, spits on you or something, that's sort of not normal. <laughs> it's not quite fair in a sense, whatever fair means. It's pretty normal to, ex to hope that the other will reciprocate but there's the expectation associated with demand. So the, I expect you to do it, meaning um, I demand or um, I won't be giving unless you return the gift to me. I won't, I give so that you give back. That's called barter. And so some kind of expectation of, expectation of return can be many things. Um, uh, imagining that some kind of giving will come back or I'm going to be getting after my giving is pretty is, is not a demanding the question is why are you giving that's really the point it's the, the the green the nature of the green ray transfer very much is bound to intentionality purity of intention if if one is giving because one wants to give and one is giving because one simply loves like uh, you're beautiful I want to give that's it I love you, you're beautiful, I want to give because I'm happy to give because I'm happy that you are. 
I'm happy with you as you are. I'm happy you are. And I'm happy to give. That's it, period. That's love, I'd say. And that's no requesting payment or return. And there's no expecting. So there's no demanding. There's no expecting. Um, and there probably really, and there really wouldn't even be a hoping. <laughs> okay, I give because I love to give. Because you're beautiful and I love you. And that's it. That's all. And so, um, that bears some contemplation. Anyway, if you wish, uh, I recommend you look at this second page, Law of One Search Results, for the phrase energy transfer, 33 results. Next time, we'll go to session 74. 74 is also uh, not too long, 20 exchanges. It take us a couple of weeks, I guess. And there'll be more... Um, there was more challenge to Carla, and uh, so there's more discussion of uh, the metaphysical basis for the raw contact energetically, the trance state. Then we have a massive explain um, beginning of seven of discussion of the archetypal mind and the tarot seventy four four. This this is basically the first large in lo, uh, the first large introduction or the significant introduction to the study of the tarot. And um, Rod talks about a couple of entries into the archetypical mind, matrix of mind and potentiator of mind, which is very much conscious mind and the subconscious or unconscious. And then there's a long discussion of indigo ray and the positive path and white magic. So, all very um, centered philosophical, spiritual evolution-based principles. White magic, positive path, indigo ray, six chakra, and um, a significant door opening and, and beginning entree to the study of the archetypical mind or the tarot. So anyway, thank you for being here today. Uh, I hope you're well. I appreciate this opportunity. Thank you to all involved. Take good care. Good night.